Yeah, so that's uh, just a quick, actually, that's part one of a short little film I did uh, while in Buenos Aires. I just, um, I brought some stuff, and I was like, you know, if I have time to film something, I'll make something quick, and so that was kind of an on-the-fly thing. I did that uh, one day, and then another day I have the other part. Um, And it's just kind of a part of a little quick story I threw together based on a video game, um, just original stuff, so... Um, that, yeah, it's kind of not like a big thing yet, but right now it's kind of just the early stages, but I wanted to throw part one out there because, uh, it was really fun to shoot. And, um, you know, as you saw, if you watched, it was kind of a nice little intro into what could be. Okay. What's the premise of it? What's the premise behind this story? Well, basically, so uh, the character, uh, Nathan Drake from the Uncharted series, uh, this is kind of like a uh, story of him down in South America, and he's, uh, he's a treasure hunter, so think of a modern-day Indiana Jones, and he is going to get this treasure. He finds a notebook, and that's kind of what triggers him to be traced by this uh, local drug lord or crime lord. And so it all's gonna rub, it's all going to revolve around the notebook of him trying to find out the, the secrets of the notebook, learn the clues, and find the treasure. So hopefully we'll get to that stage way down the line, but this is kind of the beginning of him caught up in the adventure. Okay, okay. Well, congratulations. Congratulations. Absolutely, congratulations. <laughs> yeah, thank you, thank you. It was, uh, like I said, I just, came, I just kind of brought my stuff down. I said if I get a chance to film, I'll film what I can, and luckily I was able to get something uh, coherent out of it. Right, yeah. So, um, I talked to Hutch today. Hutch is someone who used to work with Adam, me and Adam. And he oh, asked wow. Me to, he asked me, did I fire Adam yet, or is Adam still on the show? But <laughs> <laughs> he's still on there, hanging in there. He's telling me a three-week vacation? Right. <laughs> yeah. I told him. Oh, uh, that's awesome. So um, what did you see in movies? For me, I saw well, I saw a couple of them during our break. Uh, one was uh, I ended up seeing Rio 2, the uh, kids' movie, which is the sequel to the first Rio, um, starring the birds. And it was fine. It was definitely made for kids, very colorful. You know, they definitely made it for 3D also. Uh, a little bit more of extended plot line with the birds going into the Amazon uh, with the family. This time, you know, the characters have kind of kids. Uh, it was a good kid movie. Um, you know, if you need to take them out somewhere, just kind of kill some time, definitely they won't have any problem with it. Uh, but the main one I saw was Captain America, Winter Soldier, which came out while uh, we had the break. And that was, I saw um, that, too. Yeah. I, I liked it. Uh, I thought it was a little – I mean, it's a comic book movie, so there are some parts where they had cheesy lines or cheesy action. Right, yeah. And, you know, I, 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 I still have to get past that. But, um, you know, it was fine. Like, it, it, I mean, it's number one in the box office. It's, it's been doing really well. Um, and I've never seen the first Captain America personally. Captain America's not one of my favorite characters. But uh, this one, you know, it definitely kept you entertained. So I, I would recommend it, especially since we're not having a lot of competition right now in April for other movies. Yeah. Uh-huh. Chica, did you see anything? I actually did. Um... I was a slack button, and I enjoyed my vacation, so I only saw one movie um, <laughs> called uh, From the Rough, um, starring Taraji P. Henson and Michael Clark Duncan, which will be his probably last role, you know, before he died. Um, oh, yeah. 
Both of those actors are um, Academy Award nominees. I'm happy to see Taraji in this role because she's always been the supporting character in the movies, not necessarily, you know, carrying the movie herself, which I always thought that she could, and she did. She did a very, very uh-huh. good job. Um, the movie is a true story. It's based on Katana Starks, who is um, a coach um, for Tennessee State, and basically she coaches a golf team to championship. But the golf team is uh, comprised of pretty much ragtag players who really don't know anything about golf. They really have no interest in being there, but she finds a way to, you know, give them inspiration as well as inspire herself along the way. Um, She also is faced with a lot of adversity, uh, bigotry, and racism because, you know, she's a woman and she's African-American and she has something to prove. And anyone that knows Taraji's characters that she plays in movies, she has a type that she plays. She's very wordy, very mouthy, very strong, very opinionated. And um, it really fits this role. I I thought that she did an awesome job. And it was kind of heartwarming to see Michael Clark Duncan on the screen again, even though you know that, you know, this is his last film. Um, I highly recommend it. It does come out on Friday. You know me. I I get my little perks I saw in advance. Um, Mm -hmm. Yeah, definitely check it out. It's a family movie, so you can take your family to see it. And and it's definitely inspiring. Okay, okay. And I know with the the summer coming up, there's some other movies coming out that you look forward to? Yeah, Uh, for me, oh, sorry, um, May has three big ones, uh, only two I'm really excited about. Um, end of May has X-Men, Days of the Future Past, which is the next X-Men movie, of course. Yeah, That baby. one looks great. Um, and then Amazing Spider-Man 2 is coming out. I'm not too convinced on it yet. I know I'll end up watching it. We'll see how it is. But the big one for me, which is in the middle of May, is Godzilla. Um, the trailers I've seen so far have been amazing. And um, I'm just excited because we finally get Godzilla back out of Japan as a kid. And, you know, the last time we had an American Godzilla movie was the awful Matthew Broderick one. So this one looks really exciting, and I'm I'm pretty excited about it. So I think that's going to be my main movie for May. Yeah, me too. That that trailer is, is, is grabbing me a little differently. You know, any other godzilla movie you know godzilla becomes friends with the humans and you know Mm -hmm. he helps fight you know against other monsters this one they're looking at godzilla as a a a life uh eliminating event like he's a threat yeah it's it's very serious and it's kind of dark so i kind of like that you know a dinosaur comes out of the ocean and we're going to embrace it and it's going to be a friend i don't think so no, and we get uh, Brian Brian Cranston from Breaking Bad uh, as the main character. So you know, if we'll, he's an awesome man. Great job. Exactly. So th- it, that's what I'm really excited about. I'm, I mean, I'm also excited about X Men, but Godzilla is kind of the top of my uh, excitement list right now. Yeah, I'm excited about those as well, Adam. Okay. Well, guys, as always, well, thank you for your due diligence, and welcome back after spring break, and we'll talk to you next week. Okay. I just want to say one more thing before I leave. This weekend, um, I had the pleasure of being invited to uh, the celebrity designer uh, Thomas Levon's studio 
in Northern okay. New Jersey. He is actually designing a suit for me for the EOTM Awards, which is happening in November. Awesome. And he also granted me with, you know, an interview for Conversations with Chike. So oh, wow. um, I also talked to him about coming on the show. So we should have him on the show um, probably sometime next month. Okay, great. Look forward to it. Yeah, I saw you were uh, doing your fittings. Okay, yeah. you can try out uh, do me for this award show. Let me, uh, <laughs> no, that's good, though. That's real good. I'm not playing. I know you ain't. I got to tell my game. <laughs> well, y'all have a great week, okay? All right. All right, thank you. All right, all right. And Ms. Parker, I was just telling everybody how we uh, hit up Stone Mountain. I know that's some, something you do all the time, but I joined you and I survived. How was yeah, your spring I break? Yeah, um, I went yesterday and then today. I'm telling you, I am exhausted. Um, I usually work out six days a week, and I don't think I've had right. a break in a while. So I, I am tired, and probably the margarita after didn't help. But I can't no. really pass out. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it was a good day. Um, no, we were was... off today. I'm not sure if you told the listeners that we were off today. Um, yeah. Due to the Jewish holiday, we are employed by a Jewish company. Um, it was amazing to, to have an extra day to just uh, kind of relax. So it was a good day. Yeah. What, what all did you do over your spring break? Uh, what do you consider a spring break? <laughs> well, the two weeks we were off. I'm sorry. Two weeks we were off. Stephen Asher. Oh, okay. Um. <laughs> You say, look, we like, still had to work, didn't we? <laughs> right. I'm like, I was still working now. Um, the two weeks that we've been off, it's been, I, I'm old. I forgot what went on the two weeks. I had a friend in town <laughs> last, this past weekend um, uh, with my uh, UNLV classmates was in town. He was on spring break. He's actually a teacher in uh, Chicago. Uh, shout out to other teachers. You guys are uh very deserving yeah. of the week off. Enjoy your week, exactly. and I try to be around any kids if you can. Um, <laughs> and um, so I, I had dinner with him, and then I had dinner with the girls on Saturday, and then uh, yesterday I just it was uh, Easter. I cooked and just kind of relaxed. I went to Snow Mountain, and ran some errands, and then just kind of relaxed. Um, weekend yeah. prior to that, we had a really great weekend. This weekend, Friday and Saturday, it rained. Yeah, um, it rained all weekend. Yeah. Right, right, but um, but last weekend was very pretty, so I was out and about yeah. uh, last mm-hmm. weekend. Nothing, nothing too significant to write home about. Yeah, yeah, and and shout out to the teachers. I know you, you discussed the teachers. My mom was a teacher uh, until I was in high school, and then she became assistant principal. But she used to always tell us, "I have to be around bad kids all day and come on to my own." So, kids, if your mom's or your dad are teachers, be mindful. So, yeah, definitely shout out to the teachers. Anyway, uh, hey, Ron, what's going on? Welcome back. Thank you, thank you. It's, um, what's good going on, Aaron? Be... Really quickly, before Aaron started, I missed um, missed what Chike said happened to him. I didn't want to interrupt when he was uh, speaking. What happened to his foot, a leg? At work, he, uh, he said that he stepped down on something that had a I want to say aneurysm. He said something. I forgot. But it, it was something that happened at work while he was, uh, you know, cleaning up um, in, the, in the operating room. Oh, okay. said that <laughs> I stepped down. Thank you. And... Thank you, Chief. I mean, how do you forget that quick? <laughs> 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 I, 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 
I'm sorry. I'm sorry for butting into your segment, uh, uh, Avon. I'm sorry. Uh, I stepped down and no basically problem. I pulled a muscle in my foot. Oh, okay. Really bad. All right. Well, I definitely hope you feel better soon. Thank you, ma'am. You're welcome. <laughs> Thank you, TK. Thanks for, for clearing that up, TK. Yes. What's going on, Aaron? How you doing? I'm good. How are... Man, it's been like months, man. Seems like it's it's been such two a long weeks. time since last time two that weeks. we've we've all met together yet. It's been two uh, weeks. Yes, it has. Thank yeah. you, by the way. Thank you. Much, much needed. Much needed to. Yeah, weeks. I so, need it. Yeah. Yeah. I need it. Definitely. So, my GPA thanks you, by the way. So thank you. <laughs> you thank you. How was your break? Oh man, it was cool. Like I've just been. I'm telling. Miss Parker, Stephen, they are coming for me this semester. These professors are coming for the kid. They are trying to trying to shake me, man. They're trying to test me. Tell me. Mm. Wow. But I'm wow. but but I'm but I'm fighting through it. Oh yeah, absolutely. I mean this after after this semester I am officially a um senior and then pretty much Oh wow. That, yeah, so it's pretty much almost Almost over, so almost there. Down. Yeah, almost, Good. almost there. To the unfinished line. Mm-hmm. Now, speaking of of unfinished line, you all know that the um, Boston Marathon happened today, and it was very yeah. emotional. You know, one year anniversary. Yeah, 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 yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and American man actually won for the um, race for the um, men's side. Okay. For the men's race, um, his name, guys, what's this man's name? I want to get it right because he's. I'm not trying to make color an issue or anything, but he's a brother. Just want to say he's a brother. Right, yeah. Um, his name, guys, please forgive me for. Okay, here, here we go. I'm about to jump in. Meb is his first name, and his last name is Kefleziki. <laughs> K E I'll spell it. K E F L E Z I G H I. Okay. And he became the first American to win the Boston Marathon since nineteen eighty three. Since nineteen eighty three. Stephen, eighty three, you was what? You was what? I You was what, fifteen? You you want one eighty three? I thought I thought you were at least in your little little, little like diapers or something, your little hey, room. I was, hey, I wasn't he's not funny. Was, hey, Ron, let me tell you something funny. Um, he was I, had a, I had a get-together get at my house for my birthday, and uh, uh, Ms. Parker helped me set up, and she, she made a joke about, because I asked her if I should buy something. If I was, it was something we were buying. We were buying it. So she, she said, well, you only turned 35 once. And what did I say, Ms. Parker? I'm not 35. I was mad about it. That's nice, Ms. Parker. Yes, yes. He was like, right, 35. I'm 35. Only you going to buy. You, you, you got the wrong person. <laughs> and speaking of 35, right, he's, he's, he's very good. People, but audience. You got, but you got me good. Anyway, we're going to leave that alone. Huh? She got me good because on my 30th birthday party, I told her, I said, I don't want to see no, because she was hosting the party for me. You know, she was right. And I said, I don't want to see nothing 30. I don't want them 30. I get in there, all you see is 30. <laughs> the cake, the flyers, blow. 
Big old three zero thirty, right? Big letters. That's when I stopped lying about my age, though, because at this point, everybody knows. (laughs) So Stephen's been Stephen's had thirtieth birth his thirtieth birthday party for the past what? Four years. Three, 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 four years. Three three years. years. Five years. Okay, that'll work. (laughs) Speaking of age, and I'm sure that Miss Parker's going to touch on this in in a second, but I just want to mention the sex tape with Mimi first, oh first whatever. God. I saw the bits. Baby, oh my gosh. Miss Parker, she, I thought it was, I'm, it was very nice. That little snippet was, wow. She put Kim Kardashian to shame. I mean, she, yeah, yeah, yeah very nice. But I mean, just anyway, moving along, um, back to sports, back to sports. Um, <laughs> Keyshawn Johnson got arrested, y'all. Keyshawn Johnson. I don't know if y'all know who he is. What do you do? Ah, uh, domestic dispute, man. You know, you, you know how these former athletes, you know, they they still think that 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 they can just pop off at the mouth, and they still got that yeah. little, you know, swag, even though he's like forty forty plus, whatever, almost, and whatever, and you know, it's. Just, just thinking that he can put his put his hands on people. So, but anyway, so wow. he was arrested. Um, also, Donovan McNabb, y'all. I don't know if y'all heard about this. He mm-hmm. actually spent a day in jail in Arizona for for a um, DUI Man. arrest that that um he had late last year. So I might, and again. If you got the money, why are you driving? Get why are you driving? Get wasted. Get drunk to the flow. Get towed up. But have but right. have a driver. Why are you driving? Why are but you driving? Like the air no, no, There's no excuse. Right. A couple of years ago, me and Miss um, Parker we were we were um, looking at something online. We saw the heiress of Walmart got a DUI. Why are you? Not driving? a couple of years ago, she gets one every other month. Yeah. Right. Uh, why are you driving? Wow. All that money, all that money you driving. Just arrogance. I think it's just arrogant. Like, oh, because yeah. I have money, because I'm rich and I can do what I want to do. And yeah, it's, it, it's stupid. Arrogant. I wouldn't even want to drive. I wouldn't, I wouldn't need to park either. away. Yeah. I'm trying to drive in the shit. I'm poop. <laughs> I'm <laughs> I mean, shoot, 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 shoot. I, I wouldn't. I want to drive if I had like. Millions and millions, like just just right. buckets of money. I'm not driving. I'm I, yeah. I got I me some staff. It just makes no sense. None, none, none. If you know you want to have strengths and stuff like that. I mean, why, why? Right. You know. Well, somebody needs to ask Donovan that same question, brother. Why, bro? Why? Yeah. All right. Now there's there's some sad news. Um, the passing of boxer boxing great Ruben Hurricane Carter. Um, he died at age seventy-six of um, pancreas, but prostate cancer. Hold on, let me let me get it right. Anyway, cancer, bro. You know, God bless him. It was with a P. Uh-huh. It's either pain, it's either prostate or pancreatic cancer. But anyway, um, I'm sure that you all have heard of the movie Hurricane, starring the uh-huh. Washington. Well, that right. movie was about the boxer's life. So, okay. Um, this 
this brother was was a really just a good guy. Considering the fact that he was convicted and served years for a murder that he did not that he did not do, you know that it, yeah yeah just yeah just fascinating. So um yeah he's um dead at um seventy six years old. So rest in peace, Hurricane. And um I heard he last, was um living in Canada though. I guess after that happened. Yep, yeah. yep yep yeah. yeah 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 he was in Canada. So um maybe. Maybe with the health cost of the health care, maybe I, I don't want to say that there's a better, but maybe you know, I don't want to speculate, anyway, but yeah, 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 Ms. Parker, he was in Canada when um he had passed okay. away, so maybe he just wanted just to get out of this country, which I kind of yeah. wouldn't blame him to be in the country that kind of puts you in prison for all them years for something you do. All right, and last but not least, the Hawks, what about them Hawks, y'all? What they, oh. they beat the Pacers, what? Woo. <laughs> <laughs> That's the last game that they'll win for the season, but that was cool though. That was the Pacers having a good year. They have a good season. The Pacers have yeah, they're the um top they're the top seed in the in the East. Yeah. But the Hawks put it on them. Mm-hmm. The Hawks really uh, props for the Hawks. Yeah. Nice. Nice. Yeah. And and y'all's um the um Hawks former head coach who's now the former head coach of the Knicks just got fired today. Oh, wow. Um, oh. Yeah, I mean, the Hawks is yeah. winning today. Yeah, oh, the Hawks is just winning. Hawks are winning. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, um, sorry for Mr. Wilson. Because Phil, Phil, rumor has it that Phil Jackson wants to bring in Steve Kerr as the next head coach of the Knicks. And that um, Phil wants to run the triangle offense that was famous with the Bulls and with the Lakers, that's what they um, how, is Phil, how is Phil Jackson involved in this again? Phil <laughs> is the um, Phil is the um, president and the general manager of the um, Knicks now. I did not know oh. that. Okay. Yeah, okay. yeah. Phil Phil Jackson runs the head office for the um, for the New York Knicks. Okay. No, I love okay. Phil Jackson, Phil. but I'm a huge fan. Yeah, so. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So Phil just wanted just to kind of clean house. Bring in his 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 own people and run his own offense and try to get some on pieces. So Melo, you are on the hot seat. Y'all heard it here first. Melo is on the hot seat. I do not think that Carmelo Anthony will be a Nick next year. I don't you see don't. it. If it happens, nope. I, I don't. I don't. Mm. I don't. Unless he's willing to run the triangle offense and actually, you know, and Melo, he's a great, y'all, he's great. He's talented, everything. But sometimes I don't see that, that, that hunger like I do with yeah. LeBron and Kevin Durant. Like, I mean, he, kinda, but he was never, he was never that, he was never, he never had that. Yeah. yeah I think he's yeah. more, more, more celebrity. Between, more celebrity than, he's more um, celebrity. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That was yeah, the difference between him and, um, and when uh, and, and King James, yeah, he always yeah. had that hunger, and, and Melo just never. King did. is hungry. Yeah, yeah. King James is always hungry. I mean, he's a beast. I'm, LeBron James, I'm sorry, he is one of the greatest ball players I've ever seen. He's up there with Michael Jordan. I, you know, people want to say, "Hey, he, he's Dwayne good. Wade he's great." Dwayne Wade, I don't know, cause I didn't, I didn't see Game One that they. 
Because they said he's missed, he's missed more games this year than ever. They, you know, in any season they played, they said he's missed a lot because he's been hurt. D-Wade? Wow. Mm-hmm. I hadn't heard. I hadn't heard. I watched the um, sports center. Yeah. Uh-huh. Okay, well, well, hey, you know what? They don't miss a beat, though. I mean, the, the Heat, this the probably Heat is their uh, worst team with LeBron, but they got LeBron exactly, Miss Parker. So whenever yeah. you got LeBron, man, you you still – But he's having to do everything. He's having to do everything, though. And – that's why I'm kind of like maybe he should be the MVP this year, considering the fact that he's had to do all this yeah, with D Wade injured half the time. Yeah, I mean, I still think that it's going to go to Kevin Durant, but yeah, they, I don't know. They said they said he's not going to get it. They said um, uh, LeBron's going to get it. LeBron's going to get it again. See, and that and so uh, Bron's not going to get it. You, you're saying they think that um, Kevin Durant Kevin's going to get it. Kevin Durant, okay, what? Which is cool. Which is fine. I'm, I'm cool with it, either way. Yeah. Either way is fine. Okay. Well, cool. All right. Well, y'all, I'm not gonna hold y'all up because I know that Miss Parker needs to talk about the Real Housewives and the and the <laughs> hair pulling and all that, which I can't wait oh, to okay. hear what you got to say. Yeah. And generic, <laughs> if you're on, baby, it's all you. And I'm sit back That's and listen, and I'll talk to y'all next week. Thanks, everyone. Thanks, everyone. Hey, how are you? Welcome back, welcome back. How are you doing? Thank welcome you. back. You. Thank you, thank you. It's good to be back. That was a nice long break. It was. Yours was longer <laughs> than all of us. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> what you got for us? Well, I have a couple things for you guys. Um, you know, happy Easter. Um, you know, yesterday was Easter, so there were um a lot of sales that were going on yesterday that's actually carrying over to today. So um, I want to share some of that stuff with you guys tonight. Okay. Um, I'll just start it off with Nine West. Uh, they're having a, a um, buy one, get one 50% off select shoes. And today is the last day for that because, like I said, everything is carrying over from Easter. Um, today is also the last day to uh, shop Express and get 40% off of everything in the store. And that's for guys and girls. Uh, today and tomorrow only, um, shop Cusp. And Cusp is a Nina Market store. Um, they have a lot of designer stuff, but they also have a lot of stuff that's, like, recently decently priced. Um, if you shop at Cusp, you can get an extra 25% off of sale items. Um, also, uh, today is the last day to shop, to shop Gap's Warm Days Ahead event and get 40% off of regular priced items. And uh, if you're shopping online, you need to use code DAYS, and that's D-A-Y-S. Today is the last day to shop Old Navy and get 30% off of everything in the store and online. There's no code needed for that. Uh, Bluefly.com is one of my favorite designer shops. They're having a sale, and if you shop there now, um, you can get up to 40% off of what swimwear. And last but not least, Forever 21, is, um, they, they're basically turning 30. So uh, they're giving away free lip gloss with every $35 purchase. Wow. Okay. That's all I have this evening. Okay. Okay. Sounds good. Nick can find all that at com. Thanks, sure we can. Okay. So how are you doing, Ms. Ferguson? We missed you. How are you doing? I've been okay. I've been okay. I know you guys heard about some of the stuff that's been going on. 
at work yeah. during my day job. Um, fortunately, I was able to find something else. So thank you for reaching oh, out. Oh, good. Yeah. You're very yeah. welcome. I'm glad to hear that, Janari. Yeah, so, um, but, but you know, we're, we're hanging in there. We're hanging in there. Awesome. Yeah. Well, that's real good. Congratulations. So, how have you guys Thanks. been? Thank you. How have you guys been? We're hanging in there. Hanging in here right in the park. <laughs> yeah, everything is well. Enjoying these last couple of weeks. We've had some extra days off, so certainly enjoying that. But um, definitely glad to hear that you were able to land something else. You definitely deserve yeah. it. Congratulations. Thank you, you so much. Thank you so much, guys. I appreciate well, it. We'll talk to you. I'll catch up with you later. Okay. Have a good week. Okay. Bye. Uh, Ms. Park, can we please talk briefly about the sex tape and uh, the housewives? I know everybody's been talking about that. Right. I was about to say, I know you're dying to talk about that drama. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Okay. So, where where do you want to start? The sex tape? So, what what are your Um, thoughts on the sex tape? I mean, I don't have anything positive to say about it, obviously. I just think that, uh, you know, it's. I don't know. I think you have a child. I think right. that sometimes, that sometimes with with reality shows, and that's why I don't think anybody should do reality shows. Even though I do watch them. Um, right. I think sometimes reality shows people get people get sucked into this being you know, like trying to be famous and this mm-hmm. lifestyle where they're going to do anything to stay relevant. Yeah. Um, I don't think even really is about the money. I think it's really right. just having your name out there and having that buzz. Uh-huh. And I think it changes you. I don't think that's who she was when she started the show. But I think that, you know, I think that being famous or being being relevant changes people. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, I don't know, I just think it's sad all the way around. Especially, like you said, when you have kids. You have, you have a young daughter who has to go to school. And kids are the meanest people. Like, they don't mean to be. But they repeat what their parents right. say. And, and the funny thing is they keep comparing her to Kim Kardashian. I don't know why black people got so much issue with Kim Kardashian. Kim did it yeah. when she was 22 years old and no kids. Right, right. This woman right. 30, 37, 38 years old with yep. a child. She's mm-hmm. not She's not a spring chicken. Like, you are old. She's 43, you actually. Are too old. You are too old. What would you say, Ron? She's actually 43, Ms. Parker. So, yeah, she, you're, you're right. She is. She is 43, yeah. I mean, 43. Yeah, she is way too old. At 43, I mean, it's just ridiculous. It's just ridiculous. And, uh, you know, and and everyone was talking about how Jocelyn was the one who, you know, know everybody didn't like. And I think think for a long time everybody really was ruling for Mimi. Um, I mean, but she did come off to me on the show as if she doesn't have all her screws. So, you know, that could be something a little bit missing there. Um, I don't know. I just, I just find it really disturbing. I, I, I didn't watch. I don't watch the show that often, but the times I have seen, I always felt bad for her. You know of how everything happened, and I, you know, you kind of rooting for her, but then you do something like this. It's like, what are you, are you desperate? You know what I mean? Are you yeah. desperate? That's what I think is desperate. We think about the. Um, we had they had the first, uh, ep- the first. Versions or the first um, set of the uh, Housewives reunion. What are your thoughts on that? Honestly, I thought they were going to have us wait until next week You're for right. that. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh, but I guess uh-huh. it happened so early. So with the taping, they had to show yesterday. I wish they showed more of it. Um, they you know what? I'm not a huge Kenya fan. I think she, I think she instigated a lot. I don't. I, I obviously don't condone violence and grown women mm-hmm. fighting. But right, yeah. 
you know, honestly, I feel sorry for all these reality stars. It's just I pity them. Um, yeah. But I think that she that she somehow, you know, that she somehow instigated the situation, and she's a bully. So, um, but then too, what as I was telling you earlier today, I think that she is she suffers from some kind of mental illness. Like yeah. I really yeah. think she is delusional, and she has like she she has some issues. But I read that that runs in her family, mental illness running her family. So I can definitely it see does. her being uh-huh. not stable. Um, I think Portia was just pushed too far. I think Portia is going through a lot of emotional trauma, and she needs to quit the show. She needs to quit yeah. the show and get her life together, get herself together. Television is not for everybody. In this reality TV, I haven't seen one person come up on top. Right. Not one person. Everybody leave reality TV more broken than they were before they got yeah. on. Mm-hmm. So I think that I think that she had a she had a breakdown, and and um, I don't feel bad for King if that's what you're asking. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And, you know, uh, Portia turned herself in over, I think over the weekend, she had, or last week, Friday, I think she turned herself into to the um, authorities. But um, she was uh-huh. let go on bail because she performed in some club, her new song, Flatline. She performed that, so I don't know. Yeah. But we'll, we'll continue to keep watching and see what happens, you know? Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. We'll take a quick commercial break. We'll come back with Redrice after this. You're listening to the Stephen Knight Talk Show on EOTM Radio. You're listening now. You're listening to the Stephen Knight Talk Show on EOTM Radio. The Stephen Knight Show, Monday night. 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, only on EOTMRadio.com. Welcome back to the Stephen Knight Show. My next guest does it all. He's a singer, songwriter, producer, dancer, and vocal arranger, just to name a few. He has uh, also helped me produce some of my latest singles, uh, Never Know, and he will be helping me with my upcoming single, On My Way. His new single, Wasted, can be viewed at MTV.com. Please help me welcome the talented Regents. Welcome to the Stephen I Show. Please help me welcome the talented Regents. Welcome to the Stephen I Show. Hey, can you hear me? Yeah. Do you have your computer? If you have your computer on, hit mute because it's going to uh, play back. All right. Okay. So how's it going? I'm chilling. How are you? What's going on? We finally got you on the show, man. I mean, me and you... We met a couple years back through our, our, our mutual friend, uh, Chris Michael, who's a great artist as well. And, you know, I had always heard about your music. I've always heard your music. I was always a fan. But to actually work with you, like, one thing I like about you is <laughs> you will let me know if I hit a wrong note. <laughs> you, you will let me know. You'll say, you look at me, what was that? <laughs> but we have a good time. We have a good time recording together. So I can't wait to get back in with you. But let's talk about you. Tell us about, you know, for people that, that, that don't really know much about you, tell us about your background and kind of how you got to where you are today. Um, well, I've been in Atlanta 14 years by way of Syracuse, New York, um, raised up north in the church. Um, my grandmother plays piano in church. My dad's a guitarist. My mom's a singer. So I kind of just picked up all three qualities mm-hmm. from 
my parents. So I started playing piano by ear at a very young age, just, you know, banging on it until I was able to play it. And then I started okay. writing songs, and it, everything just kind of took place from there. So I'm just kind of – I've always been a sponge of inf- information, so anything that I want to do, I kind of learn how to do it and do it myself. And that's just how I, I've come up with everything that I've come up with, like all my songs. Most of them I've either produced or written or done the right. whole nine. Yeah. And, you know, what was amazing to me, because, you know, as much as we've worked together over the last year or so, I did. I had never seen you perform, and then when we both performed at the, um, the Children's Miracle Network, whatever the event that we did last year, I was so impressed by your your stage performance. Tell tell how did you develop that? How did you, you know, how did you get to where you could perform the way you do? Um, that takes a lot of practice. Yeah. And honestly speaking, every time you, you I'm nervous every time. And so you have you to, you have to practice you every time. You couldn't tell you were nervous. You yeah, you nervous. Know, I'm I'm nervous every time, but, you know, it comes with practice, especially being raised in church and always being thrown out there as far as, yeah. you know, singing in the choir. Or if I go home now, if I go home now, <laughs> and I ain't been home in five <laughs> years, they will put me on the spot. <laughs> wow, wow. And so hey, I'm just kind of used to being put on the spot. And you have a great ear for harmony, for like, you know, the songs that you and I have done together are actually, you know, uh, me and Phoenix, we did them initially, and then me and you have kind of spiced them up, add flavor to them, but the, the backgrounds and the harmonies that you do, how did you get that ear for that, for those harmonies that be so tight the way they are? I don't know. I, I think um, probably influenced by other artists that I like to listen to. Um, I know Brandy's one of my favorite artists. I love yeah. her cadence and the way she stacks her vocals and all right. the little nuances that you don't hear unless you really listen in the background, um, how mm-hmm. she stacks her harmonies. And I don't know, I'm, I, I've always had a thing for minor keys, so I always like to throw, you know, that odd key in there that you wouldn't expect to hear. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, um, you know, you work, you work with a lot of artists in terms of helping them, uh, you know, complete songs and things like that. What is it? How is it being a singer, someone who can really sing, and listen to other singers? You're helping them, you know, create a song or, or you know, finish off a song. How is that experience for you as a singer yourself? You know, I love it. Every yeah. artist that I've ever worked with, I've always uh, felt like I've I've added something to them and I've taken something from yeah. them as well. Um, you know, when you're when you're collaborating with with art, other artists like Philly or you, for instance, or uh, Christian Michael, it's yeah. I, I'm always learning something new. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it's like um, I just feel like art is just relatable on so many different levels, and we pick up from each other. And that's the reason right. I like to collaborate because I love it. I, I just love yeah. music. I love doing it. And like I, I mentioned that you're very honest. Like you remember one time I was we were in the studio together, and I was singing a song, and. <laughs> You said, okay, that was good, that wasn't, that was good, but then I part again. How are you able to be so upfront and, like, really tell me what, how you feel about what you're doing? You know what? It's a it's a gift and a curse. Um, I don't know. I, I think it's the New York swag that kind of comes out because we just, you right. know, I'm just brutally honest, and I, I prefer people to be that way with me. Yeah. And so yeah. I, I, I try to be the way I expect for people to be with me, but then I realize Working with some people, because I've, I've been cursed out right. <laughs> from, yeah. Some, yeah. from some people, and they, they take it wrong 
but any criticisms that I give you or any ideas that I that I that I give is for the better of your song. I'm okay. not telling you sound whack so you could cry about it. I'm right. telling you that didn't sound good so that you sound great. I want you to sound amazing. I want anybody that I work with to just soar. You know what I mean? Right. And yeah. if there's if you're doing something that I know technically is incorrect, then it's my, you know, responsibility to let you know. In the same way same way somebody else. I might do something and somebody might be like, Yo, that was garbage and right. I will appreciate that. I'm not gonna cuss you out, I'm not gonna get mad, but I've had artists leave the studio and I'm like, Well, I mean, you go somewhere else and they record you and just let you do what you wanna do and you sound like right. crap and then later yeah. on you're saying that song sound whack and I don't know why I let myself sound like that and I mean, I try to tell you. No, <laughs> so I appreciate I appreciate it because I because I know that I'm not gonna leave out the studio. A song's gonna come out your studio and it's not gonna be good. You know what I mean? That's what I like about yeah. it. I like like we were doing the Christmas, everyone asked what happened to my Christmas project and we both agreed to sound rushed, it didn't sound polished and we decided to hold off on them. You know what I mean? I like Yeah, that. I still got all, all that stuff saved. Right. Instead of instead of putting something out that's not good, you know what I mean? Well, yeah. let's, let's 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 talk about um, your new single, Wasted. That song, I mean, it makes you want to pick up a drink. Tell, tell us about the single. The single, tell us about shooting the video. Tell us about everything uh, re- regarding Wasted. Wasted. Um, how I come up Wasted? Um, I got the track from this dude named Reese um, online, and when I heard the track, I just instantly loved the track. I started bouncing like as soon as I heard it. You know, right. I, I'm a producer, and but my my thing is I try to make sure I can, you know, get bits and pieces from other people. I might have somebody else do something for me. I might have somebody else write something for me so that way, you know what I'm saying, if somebody listens to my album, they're hearing more than just me, you know, because mm-hmm. I, I like to share that platform with other people, um, especially people that are talented. Um, right. I don't know. Something about the song just made me want to party, and everybody knows I'm a little bit of a lush. You know, I, I like to drink and drink a little too much sometimes. <laughs> so... <laughs> I just kind of came up with that song. It's like, um, and I, I like the way I, I wrote it. Like, as far as um, using the word "wasted" and the many different meanings that "wasted" could be mean, well, could mm-hmm. be described. Um, yeah, I might be drunk, but I better not waste it. Give me one more, I better won't waste it. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. and I think it's a good but, summer turn up song for college kids and you know people on spring break or whatever. You you want to party? Turn it on. Get drunk. Right. So, so tell us about the shooting of the video. The video shoot was crazy. Um, Romaine Phillips shot the video. He's a videographer and director. Um, he can be found online. I think his uh, website is romainephillips.com. Um, and okay. he, he shoots videos. He's amazing. Um, he came up with a concept. He actually approached me about shooting a video because uh, originally Wasted wasn't going to be a single. Oh. Um, he approached me online. I posted it online um, he approached me about it, and I had never spoke to him before, and he was so excited and enthused about the song that he wanted to shoot it. I was like, okay, cool. We can shoot the video or whatever. Um, paid him to shoot the video. He he drafted it. We, we shot it, um, and it was an amazing, fun video. It's just a, just a, a house party um, about people getting, people getting drunk. I will say that the, the league lady in there, I don't know if she was the league lady, but the one that we saw the most, she was feeling that video. She was into it. She yes, was she was. Into, she, I don't know if she was wasted, but she was definitely having enjoying herself on the set of the video. <laughs> yeah, I think everybody was a little bit drunk. I did have drinks on set. <laughs> did you? <laughs> so, so what can we expect in the future? I mean, you, we got work to do, but what, what can we expect from Regis? 
Um, there's, there's many different things you can expect from me. Um, this summer, I plan on finally releasing my album. Um, yeah. Everybody's been asking me um, for years when am I going to put in the mm-hmm. album. And mm-hmm. um, a lot of people ask me why now, after all this time. I just feel like it's, it's time. Now I have a story to tell. And, you know, things just happen for a reason, and things happen in their time. Um, Chris Michael will also be in my album. We are working on a song, which will probably be like the third or next single. Um, okay working on his project, working on a new project for Philly. Um, and he's going in a whole new direction. It's going to be uh, surprising for a lot of people yeah. to hear what he's doing. Um, and, and hopefully I'll be working with you, doing some tunes or making some beats or you something. Will. We got to look. We gotta hopefully look up you soon. will. <laughs> you will. You will. <laughs> well, tell everybody where they can check out your music and where they can follow you and where you can keep up everything resources. All right, um, you can follow me on Twitter at uh, Redris B. That's R-E-D-R-I-S and the letter B. Um, you can follow me on MTV. That's mtv.com backslash artist backslash Redris. Um, my Reverb Nation is www.reverbnation.com backslash Redris. And on there, I, I pretty much post stuff on my Reverb Nation, and then I'll probably post it to MTV. Next, um, but just be on the lookout. Like, if you want to know what's going on with me or any updates, um, definitely join my fan page on Reverb Nation because I like to send out blasts to all my fans, let them know what I'm doing, what's coming up. Um, and also on my Twitter, I'm also letting people know when I'm going to be dropping stuff or when I'll be doing sneak peeks and stuff or appearances. Idris, glad to find you yeah. on the show. See you in the studio very soon. And much success to all that you're doing. Everybody go check out the song Wasted. We're going to play it our next half hour. Check it out. You're going you're gonna to want to have a drink and, and have a good time. But, Redress, yeah. have a good one. We appreciate you. All right. No problem. Thank you. All right. We'll be right back right. after this one. Campaign. You're listening to The Stephen Knight Talk Show on EOTM Radio. You're listening now. You're listening to the Stephen Knight Talk Show on EOTM Radio. The Stephen Knight Show, Monday night at 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, only on EOTMRadio.com. Our next artist, he started music at the age of 16, now 20 years old of age. He's a full-time student and has expanded into a larger music scene. Born and raised in Columbia, South Carolina, the youngest of three. He loves to party, have fun, and carries into his music. He wants to prove to the world that music is the key to success. Uh, I'm sorry, school is the key to success and wants to show the world his talent. The single Dance Floor is being played on airways of the Southeast region. Please help me welcome. Campaign, welcome to the show. How you doing, Mr. Steven? What's going on? I'm good, I'm good. Let me tell you, I I heard the song, Dance Floor, it made me want to get up and dance, man. Tell me about it. Tell me, well, first, before we get into the song, tell us about your background. You know, you're 20 years old, you're making music, you're in school. Tell us about where you got, how you got to where you are today. Oh, uh, I started when I was 16, man. We was um, had a little group in high school. It was a little high school group, Paper Soldiers. We was doing our thing, man, and we just got into that music, and, I kind of branched off doing my my own thing now, but 
We still working. We still grinding. We got the whole South doing the dance floor, man, and it's going to be up there real soon. You know what I love about your music is that it's feel-good music. It makes people want to laugh, dance, have a good time. Why is it important that, that that's the, the, the theme and the essence behind your music? Uh, well, what we're trying to do is, man, we're trying to reach, we're really trying to break a new genre, man. We're trying to reach out to some 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 a different crowd that hasn't been touched before, and that's kind of that's kind of weird from from where I'm at. I'm in Columbia, South Carolina. You know, the music right. market is not that it's not that huge down here, and the music we type with the music we're trying to do is not really, you know, what I'm saying it's not really like right. down here. It's like it's kind of like we're doing something new, like never never before. So. That's what makes it so special, man. We got a chance to, to create a new music, man, and we got a chance to be the first doing what we're doing from where I'm from. So that makes it even so, special. And how does it feel being that kind of like a trendsetter, like in South Carolina? You know what I mean? You're doing music that, you oh, said, like, that is not ideal to artists out there, but you're doing it. It's it, it, it's getting buzzed. I saw a, a video where you went to the radio station, they interviewed you, and you debuted the song. How yeah. are you doing this? How are you doing this? Um, we we independent right now. We got off of the situation from uh, a single deal with the song, but we should stand independent right now. So we really doing it on our own. But we we trying to just is it something you got to try? You know what I'm saying? Sometimes yeah. you got to try something new to to get somewhere you never been before, and that's what we that's what we on right now. And you know you gonna have some people who accept it, and you are gonna have some people who not accept it. And either way, it's cool. We just got to keep pushing it and make sure we keep our eyes on the prize because we know what we're trying to do in ourselves. So, I mean, it's right. been working. We hit, um, we hit four stations already. We reached a song wow. in less than a month, and we're already on four stations. So we're doing good right now, but we still got a lot more work to do, and we're still grinding. So how do you feel having knowing that your song is being played on four radio stations? How does that feel for you as an artist? Um... I mean, this this is not my first song being on the radio, but it's, this is my okay. first song that's reached four, four stations, but I'm still just humble right now. We're just humble still, still maintaining. I'm still with my boys every day, man, Sunny yeah. Boy, Black. We still chilling. We still trying to, <laughs> trying to, trying to stay level because, yeah. you know, when we get there, you got to know how to act and you got to know how to accept people in. You know, it's it, it's cool or whatever, but it's it's not really an accomplishment to me because that's radio is not what we want to be. We, I'd be satisfied when we top forty. Okay, 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 and I think you get there. I do, I believe you get there. So you're a full time student. How is it being a student? How do your uh, people in your in your college? How do they respond to your music? Um, right now, I mean, it, it's cool. I, I got a lot, I got a lot of people picking up on it, but. I'm not, you know how most people, they go to a school, they, you know, promote their music through the school. Hey, this is me, I do this, I do that. I, right. I'm not really like that. I just, you know, I walk through, just go about my day, go to my classes or whatever. But when somebody notices you, it's different than, you know what I'm saying, noticing somebody. So when right, somebody, yeah. they come up and be like, hey, oh, yo, man, I checked that out. It's crazy. You know, I didn't even have to tell them to go, you know what I'm saying, go mm-hmm. look it up. I didn't even have to tell them to do this. So that makes it even more, you know what I'm saying, meaningful. And that's yeah. and that's how words spread faster. So you're 20, 20 years old now. Where do you see yourself in ten years? Ten years, um, we top of the charts, man. I, I got I got my boys with me. We we on the road getting it done, man. We we, we trying to get away from where we from, cause where we from it, it it's not really too much, you know what I'm saying? It's yeah. not a lot of people yeah. making it out. 
So we we trying to right. be the first ones to make it out, man. Ten years. I hope I got all my boys out. I got my family good, man. When we just maintaining, living life, having fun, man. So tell us, what do you want people to know when they when they Google campaign and when they think about campaign the artist? What is the biggest thing you want them to know? When they Google campaign, you can look to hear some brand new music, man. We we creating new music like. I listen to a lot of local artists, man. I listen to Black Zach, uh, Nard Nero. I don't really listen to, you know what I'm saying, like mainstream artists. I do, but I don't listen to the mainstream artists. Like, that's in in my genre because I feel like I'm mm-hmm. trying to create. I'm trying to create music. So if I'm listening to uh, some artists that in my genre, some people might use that as inspiration, but I see that as, you know what I'm saying, you almost trying to imitate and right, like yeah. I, we're trying to do something all new, like never done before. Like we we entering a genre. Uh, we was on the number one blog in UK called Power Exterior. Uh, wow. You can Google that, and they they labeled us a pop rap. You know what I'm saying, artist. So I see it is that's yeah. the genre we heading to. We trying to go into that pop rap, and it's new. So you know what I'm saying. You got you don't really know what to expect, but that could be the good thing. Right, right. So what's next for you? Um, next, what we're gonna do is we're gonna um, we're gonna get this dance shot. We're gonna shoot the official dance probably this weekend. I'm gonna do that in Florence, and then after that, we're gonna promote the dance. Promote the dance. It's going. It's like a line dance. It's real cool too. It's like the line dance because the goal, the whole goal, objective of the song was to try to make like a a modern electric slide, more urban, more right, hip. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I get that. It's yeah. like a little step line dance. It's real cool. It's real funky. You can do it. At weddings, you can do it at in the club. You can do it anywhere. So we're going to shoot that. And then May 28th, we're going to do the big video shoot in my city, and it's going to be real crazy. we got the whole radio stations. we got two cities, you know what I'm saying, involved in it. So it's going to be crazy. Well, tell everybody where they can follow you and, and listen to your music and just keep up with everything campaign. Oh, okay, cool, cool. You can find campaign everywhere, man. We everywhere. Y'all never there. Underscore campaign, all social networks, man. DM me the label. Make sure you follow my boy, Black Zach. Campaign is always in the building, man. <laughs> Listen, man, I wish you nothing but success with this and everything else you got going on, and, and, and keep doing good in school, okay, man? Yes, sir. I appreciate you, Mr. Steven. No problem at all. No problem. Stop coming, Steve. Steve, make me sound old. <laughs> but that's oh, cool, man. Oh, bro, which one's coming? Steve Knight, man. Steve Knight. Steve Knight, Steve Knight, yeah. All right, where? I'm tuning in the Blog Talk Radio with my big homie, man, Steve Knight, man. It's the campaign. DME, we out. Yes, sir. Have a good one. Okay. All right, we'll be right back after this. Get Powerhouse Wolf Entertainment's artist Ron Anthony's love-making song, Home Tonight. Let's stay home tonight with the one you love. Produced by Blue Wolf Paul Pato. Download the single now on iTunes, Amazon, and all major stores. R-A-H-N-A-N-T-H-O-N-I. This will make you grow in love. This is from the forthcoming CD on Wolf Entertainment. You can check out other songs, including inspirational and dance music by this artist, on www.wolfentertainment.com.au. Let's get back to making love. Welcome back to the Stephen Knight Show. New Growth Hair Magazine's mission is to create new growth in the hair industry by empowering barbers and stylists, encouraging healthy lifestyles, 
cultivating relationships with Dr. Love and becoming a community connector. Tonight, their publisher, Rashad Phillips, joins us to tell us more about the magazine. Please let me welcome Rashad Phillips. Welcome to the show. Hey, how's everybody doing? Good, how are you doing? I'm doing well. Glad to be All on right. the show. Yeah, well, I'm, I'm definitely glad to have you on here. Tell us about the magazine and kind of how it originated for you. Um, the, the magazine is essentially is capturing the culture of the barbershop and the beauty salon in a print form. And it's also uh, a catalyst for conversation. But it's found outside of the barbershop and beauty salon, but it's capturing that culture. So, um, I mean, particularly the African-American um, barbershop and beauty salon, also uh, the Latino barbershop mm-hmm. beauty salon, that culture, if you're not in that environment, you're probably unaware of what's going on there. So right. that's essentially what we're capturing. Okay, okay. And I know because, you know, especially for men and women, I would say, going to the beauty salon, going to the barber shop, it's it's like, it's kind of like therapy. Everyone's discussing everything. Everyone's kind of, you know, just just let it all out. Is that kind of the essence of, of, of where the magazine kind of came from, those conversations, those kind of things they discuss there? That, I mean, that's a part of it. Um, I, okay. my, my, the magazine is my passion, but my okay. my actual uh, trade and how I earn income is a tax advisor and a small business uh, small business advisor. So during okay. tax season, I developed a niche with working with barbers and stylists and, and shop owners, and that's how I got acquainted with the actual barbershop culture and the beauty salon culture. And the magazine was just a way – initially, I just started out I just want to advertise my business. Uh, so mm-hmm. that's initially how the magazine uh, developed. But after I really got more entrenched in it, it, it became a passion, and it became a multifaceted approach to get positive and uplifting information out. Also, mm-hmm. to get the barbers together to do charitable work. Uh, we have several events going on. We have um, Thomas Burrow Academy. I hope some of your listeners uh, and some of our local listeners are aware of this. So we got the school and the Charlotte-Mecklenburg school system. Uh, Charlotte is the largest city in North Carolina, and we have the highest homeless population at that particular school. We have 154 homeless families. So we get barbers and okay. together to go to that school. The barbers donate their time to cut the homeless children's hair. Uh, we provide them with, like, food. But some of them only have food to take home with them. Uh, and just to uplift their spirits, to bring professionals like myself, the other advertisers in the magazine, out to kind of uh, show those kids who are in a disadvantaged situation of uh, that professional folks who look like them care about them as well. Yeah, yeah. And tell us about the Dr. Love, uh, that that segment, that piece. Yeah, that, that piece is, um, that piece, what they tell me in a beauty salon is that's what they turn to first. Like, they, they get the magazine and look at the cover, great. Let's find a thing that Dr. Love is on. Um, the piece that, that's going to be, uh, very controversial for this next for this next issue. Uh, Doctor Love's piece is entitled "Vagina Management," and wow. um, that one is wild. That's so like I was I was it was so racy that several people advised me not to not print this. So right. um, that piece I, I I can't wait to get feedback from my readers. But that's been a piece that uh, relationships are always a point of discussion, and I think. The barbers and stylists are somewhat like uh, many Dr. Phil's in each shop and salon, and, and especially in the, in the beauty salon, women are having their conversation and 
I, I call it their committee. They got their committee where they're deciding what they should do, who they shouldn't date. And I think uh, Dr. Love taps into into that uh, that energy. So how do you get the the, uh, the topics for that that segment? I mean, are the people they come to you or come to your team and say, write about this? How do you come come up with the topics for Dr. Love? Um, on our on our Facebook page and on our website, uh, we welcome comments for all pieces. Um, Dr. Love is an anonymous writer, and let's put it this way: those those those, those comments have provided us. We have a arrangement where Dr. Love identity Dr. Love's identity will not be revealed. But mm-hmm. the, the main thing is um, the main thing is that there's freedom and uh, creative license. So right. if, if there's submissions from my readers, they're definitely forwarded on. But uh, I think the main thing, which which seems to be a piece that that's always interesting to me, is how Dr. Love and the entire um, the magazine. Uh, my goal is publisher to make sure that it's in sync with the pulse of the people, where the people mm-hmm. are at. Because everybody advised me when I told people. Of course, my background is, is tax and small business. I help people set up small businesses by trade. But everybody told mm-hmm. me I'm not going to this business. This thing is a dead end. Print is dead, magazines are dead, but we're able to tap into the pulse of the people where people are telling us we want more, we want more. And now yeah. we're getting feedback from, uh, we have barbershops in, in Germany on the uh, Ramstein Air Force Base. We have oh, wow. a salon in Australia. Uh, we got uh, it in All Eyes and Egypt Bookstore in London. So uh, we get feedback globally that's saying, hey, mm-hmm. we're all going in the right direction. Wow, wow, wow. So what can we look forward to in the upcoming uh, issues? Oh, and this and the and the next issue I just found out today. Our cover model is uh, I mean it was a pleasure to interview her. Drop dead gorgeous, um, just body of a goddess, uh, all around wonderful person. Her name is Nicole Chaplin, and she was just ranked the top the number three trainer in the country by Shape Magazine. She's our cover model. Oh, wow. And uh, we have an in-depth interview with her. I interviewed her. And this phenomenal piece, she talks about health and fitness. We go into the hair piece. We always tap in the hair about Mm -hmm. how um, African-American women are um, reluctant to work out because of their hair. So she weighs in on what women should do uh, in regard to the hair and the importance of exercise and fitness. And her her thing was, uh, I'm giving a little sneak peek, that mm-hmm. that women are complaining. Like these women got the 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 fresh hairstyle. They photo shoot fresh, mm-hmm. but they might not be in the best shape. But they also complain about not having a man. And what right. she told me yeah. during the interview was that look, I'm in the gym while I'm working out. My hair my hair isn't photo shoot fresh. I'm in a ponytail. But the guys mm-hmm. in the gym are attracted to women who work out. And exactly. she said the women who aren't working out are missing out on those guys who like an in-shape woman, and they're not right. so concerned about having the best hairstyle. So it's, it's really, I, I'm I'm pleased with it, and I, I think we're going to get a good response from the readers. And her notoriety itself will probably um, help, uh, you know, people to pick it up. And that cover don't hurt either. She looks drop dead gorgeous on that cover. I can't wait to see it. Tell everybody where they can get the magazine. Uh, they can find the magazine 
uh, online, the online version at www.newgrowthhair.com. If you're in Charlotte, you can find them in the newsstand in Uptown Charlotte. You can ask for it at your local barbershop or beauty salon. You can also contact us on our website if you are in another part of the country and you want the magazine in your barbershop or beauty salon. And most importantly, uh, the, bar- the magazine is free for barbers and stylists, so they can order it. We'll provide them with copies at their location, a limited number. Though. We uh-huh. can't give out, a, you know, 1,000 each barbershop. We'll be out of business right. real fast. <laughs> Rashad Phillips, New Growth Hair Magazine. Everyone check it out, newgrowthhair.com. Rashad, thanks so much for your time, man, and I, I wish you all success with the magazine, okay? Likewise. I appreciate it. Y'all have a good night. Okay. You too. You too. We'll be right back with Steven's Playlist. You're listening to The Stephen Knight Talk Show on EOTM Radio. You're listening now. You're listening to The Stephen Knight Talk Show on EOTM Radio. The Stephen Knight Show, Monday night. 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, only on EOTMRadio.com. Now we're going to go into Stephen's playlist. We're playing songs by Regis Campaign and your boy Stephen Knight. Actually, it's a song that uh, Regis helped me recreate with uh, Phoenix Yourself. I'll let you go. But the first song is by Regis called Wasted. I want to let you know if you want to be uh, featured on the playlist, email the Stephen Knight Show at gmail.com and attach your songs, your bio. And uh, promotional pictures will definitely get you played. Listen up, readers, waste it, download it, iTunes, hook the boy up, campaign, dance floor, check it out. Steven's playlist. Sick of VIP. It's going down on a damn floor. Bring your girl, your guy. 
VIP. Want to side, want to drink, then it's on me. Who you with? I'm screaming out, DM me. There's a deep, deep loss of hope 
and the anger burns in me. I hope you don't get no ideas about reuniting, baby. Cause that's the last thing I truly need. Your audacity. Too much to be believed. Oh. Go to meet me on your contact. Have you ever loved someone so much you thought you'd have given so much of yourself? It seems the only way. Tell me what you want now, and I will give it to you. Like a head getting done, baby, need me like 
when I write my name in the air with my tongue. Freaky mommy so fly that she hovering. Yeah. Only chick other than my mother who could call me by my government. Real talk. I be thugging it. She be loving it. I don't need a gun, bang, I'm a son of it Had a lot of chicks, but ain't none of them live That sitting right when it's in that designer Yeah, my shorty's a rider, yeah, my shorty's a rider If I pull a drive-by, I'd be the getaway driver
Somebody's on your side of the bell track And I didn't wanna have to take it there But you play too much So I guess it's in the game E-A. And what am I supposed to say? I know you did me dirty But we can make it work I know you didn't mean to hurt me I know we got our problems And need to go away your worries Let's just sit and talk about it Over the D.D. McClurry One thing for hot damn certain This plays a rap You can go and close some curtains And this is a mess Starting with yourself first I am dropping bad habits Starting with the very worst Now it's on to the next one African-American Puerto Rican, Swedish, French lover Or a German I'm really determined All kinds of moves Ever since we've been done I've had so much to do Superman. 